Hey everyone, uh, really excited uh, to see everyone here uh, and hi to everyone on Facebook again. Uh, really excited to see uh, all these bright faces. Uh, today we have Joe Wathen from US Bank. Uh, he's gonna be talking about the SBA lending process. Um, I'm really excited about this topic. It, it's something that in particular for business owners can be extremely powerful, uh, a way to fund either the purchase of equipment or real estate. And so I know he's going to be able to talk a little bit about uh, that process and explain some of the benefits of using uh, an SBA loan. So welcome, Joe. Excited to have you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me. Oh, of course. Yeah. So generally speaking, when we start these these meetings, we like to learn a little bit more about the people that we're, we're, that, that are going to be sharing this information. So I was just wondering if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and what got you into banking in the first place. Sure. Yeah, I've, uh, again, my name is Joe Watton. I'm with U.S. Bank and I do the uh, small business lending for the SBA and I cover the, the territory of the state of Kentucky and southern Indiana. Um, I've been with U.S. Bank now for about uh, five, well, I've been with U.S. Bank for eight years, been in SBA specifically for five years uh, and been in banking now 17. So uh, I'm getting a lot older, 17 years. I, I told someone that the other day and it really snuck up on me. So um, yeah, how I got into banking originally was um, I was actually in school for accounting and then I uh, realized after about two and a half years of accounting that that's not what I thought it was and I didn't like it. Um, and then I had my first finance class and I really liked that. So I went into finance and financial planning and then just ended up starting my career in banking. That's awesome. Yeah, U.S. Bank's great. I mean, I, I've, I've, I've dealt with you guys over the last year being in the commercial real estate space and you guys are always super great, you know, providing great information and you're always extremely responsive. So uh, really cool to be able to work with you guys so far. Um, so as far as the SBA program is concerned, can you, t can you talk to us a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. SBA uh, stands for the Small Business Administration. So um, SBA lending is um, great for several reasons. So it's for people who own, currently own their, their own small business, or if they're wanting to buy another business, or even start up a business. Um, kind of the benefits of that is if you're looking to purchase commercial real estate for your small business, you can do it as with as little as 10% down as opposed to say 20 or 25% when you're dealing with traditional um, you know, commercial lending. It also allows for collateral shortfalls. So if, for example, you wanna go buy uh, an existing bouncy house business that has a bunch of in, in big inflatables and bouncy houses, you're like, how can I get financing for that? Well, we can actually finance that transaction. We're going to be looking at the revenues from the, the current facility uh, and then making sure that they can be, be able to repay that debt. Um, so that's another benefit is being able to finance those collateral shortfalls. Awesome. So you, you did mention uh, the purchase of real estate with the SBA loan. I know, mm -hmm. I know there are two different types of SBA loans from my understanding, and maybe you can clarify mm -hmm. a little bit on that, but uh, generally speaking, it's the SBA 7A and then I think 504. Is, is that correct? Yeah, yes, you are correct. So two main programs there. The um, we, we do both here at U.S. Bank. Uh, the 7A is for basically anything and everything. So it could be commercial real estate, business acquisitions, startups, partner buyouts, permanent working capital, uh, where 504 is more structured towards strictly real estate or large equipment. Uh, the differences between the two is with the 7A program, you're going directly through a lender. So for example, if you're going through U.S. Bank, we're going to handle the whole entire transaction. You're going to have one loan and it's going to be with U.S. Bank. Um, if you're going with the 504 program, 
it's going to be you're going to be utilizing a bank for example if you're using us bank and also you're going to be utilizing uh, what's called a certified development center and so they're actually you're actually going to have two loans one with them and then one with us bank um, so um, both programs are are great and um, here at us bank we have the flexibility to kind of um, utilize, we utilize the, S, the 7A program probably a little bit more just because we have flexibility with our terms and pricing. Um, but the 504 program is also a great program. Yeah, especially if you have real estate involved, correct? I mean, that's kind of one of the big things about 504, from my understanding. Um, so that's great. Um, so generally speaking, what would you recommend as far as if you're a business owner? Is it, is it generally speaking, you would go either 7A if there's no real estate involved, and then if there is real estate involved, you would try to go 504, or is it you can go both ways if there's real estate? Involved. Yeah, you can go either way if there's real estate. Uh, honestly, I do more 7A lending here. Uh, again, just because we do have some some flexibility with our term and our structure. Um, a lot of times if you're going and talking to SBA lenders and you're talking about buying real estate, they're still going to kind of put you in, in their program, which, you know, most SBA lenders are going to do prime plus two and three quarters pricing. So you're going to floating rate prime plus two and three quarters and it can adjust at any time. Um, but at US Bank, we have the option to even fix that in for a full 25 years. So not only do our amortizations go for 25 years, we can actually fix the term in for 25 years and really have some competitive pricing on that as well. So, um, but yeah, either way, 504 or 7A is great for commercial real estate and we can do either one. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then I will say this, and generally speaking in commercial real estate, uh, amortization periods tend to be, that they, they usually don't go out mm -hmm. to 25 years uh, for commercial buildings. Generally speaking, it'd be in that 20 year range, which raises your mortgage payment. So that's probably one of the benefits of utilizing an SBA loan. Uh, and that's kind of leads us into our, our, our next question, which is what are some of the pros and cons of the program itself? Absolutely. And you kind of, you, you hit that one right on the head. I was going to say that the, the fact that you can amortize it out over 25 years, if you're doing real estate, um, is fantastic. You know, SBA is here to help improve your cash flow. Um, to bring more liquidity to your business. And the great thing about SBA is if you're going to the 7A route anyway, is even if you're, if you have a fixed, you know, term for 25 years on commercial real estate, that prepayment penalty is only for the first three years. So you can pay it down quicker if you like, but it also gives you that flexibility to not have such a huge monthly obligation if you don't decide to. Um, the other benefits are going to be less money down, obviously 10% as opposed to say 20 or 25%. You get to keep your cash. Uh, we all know cash is king, especially right now, kind of during the crisis that we've had this year. Um, also, the collateral shortfall piece. So if you are not just strictly looking at commercial real estate, but looking at maybe buying out a partner or buying out a business, the fact that there could be, say, $500,000 in goodwill there, that we can finance that. That is another huge benefit with SBA because when you go to do conventional lending, you typically like, hey, what's my collateral? What are we going to take as recourse? Um, and with the SBA, we do have that flexibility to have that shortfall. So those are the, what I consider the pros of that. The only cons I would see in SBA lending at all are going to be um, there is an, an SBA fee that is applied to every single SBA loan that doesn't go to the lender. It goes strictly to the Small Business Administration that can continue this program running for, for small business owners, just like yourself. Um, and then some people say, oh, it's too timely or there's a lot of paperwork. Look, it, it, there's paperwork. Uh, just if you're going to refinance your home or you're buying a home, Think about that, but then you're also adding your business in. So there is going to be some additional paperwork, but it's not too much more paperwork than you're, you would do a conventional loan. So, 
Yeah, no, I agree. And I mean, depending on the bit, I'm assuming part of it also incorporates like a business plan, right? As, as far as the, the SBA loan is concerned. Yeah, it depends on what you're looking to do. The only time we really need a business plan is if it's a, a startup. Um, you know, if you're an existing yeah. business and you're looking to buy real estate, we don't need it then. Um, we don't even need it most of the time if you're doing a business acquisition, as long as it makes sense. You know, you have some industry experience, uh, things like that. We'll, we'll want to see projections. Uh, if you're going to do a business acquisition, um, but a business plan is really more geared around the startups. Definitely. And then I'll say from a real estate side, if you do go SBA, I mean, generally speaking, if, if it takes longer to be able to do the loan, which depending on what you just said, it, it may or may not, but, but in, in the case where you are looking to purchase a property uh, with an SBA loan, you can also consider extending the, the contingency period. So generally speaking, when you're looking to buy a commercial property, uh, you would you would specify how much time you allocate towards for financing. Um, absolutely, speaking, it's about sixty days was standard, standard, yeah. right? But yeah, but if absolutely. you want, you can always ask for seventy five or ninety, and that just gives you a little bit more flexibility in saying that if you're not able to go that way, you still have that that out if you need to. But yeah, I mean, I think that that's a great great way to to finance uh, your business or your or real estate. So. Now that we understand a little bit about the pros and cons of, of the SBA loan, what do you think, I mean, I guess, how can you qualify for SBA financing? And I'm, I'm sure it's different for both startups and, mm -hmm. and existing businesses, correct? Sure, it is. Uh, I mean, first of all, um, so SBA is strictly for small business, owner-occupied real estate, or for your business specifically. So uh, in your world, when you're dealing with also investment real estate, things like that, SBA is not for investment real estate. It's going to have to be owner-occupied. Um, so as long as you're a small business owner and you have a need for commercial real estate, um, equipment, working capital, you know, as long as you are a for-profit and a small business, then you're going to qualify. Now we can get in and I don't want to get too deep on this, but if you're, if you're way too large of a company, and I mean way too large, I mean, we do loans that are $7 million, $8 million. Uh, I think sometimes people think small business or SBA is like, hey, just startups or, or smaller businesses only. You know, I've got uh, a couple loans closing this month. One is 970000 one's 850000 So, um, you know, again, just small business has to be for profit. Uh, you know, the main things that you're going to want to have is, um, you know, three years business tax returns, three years personal tax returns, a personal financial statement, and a business debt schedule. Those are the, the most important. Those are kind of the key components when we're looking at any deal. If we get those things up front, uh, we're going to be looking at that. So as far as qualifications, being a small business owner, being for profit, you know, I don't want to get into the size standards here because most of them fit in there. I think I've had to turn one deal away from being too large, um, but we typically play in that hundred, hundred $150,000 range all the way up to say roughly $10 million as far as loan size. Okay. Yeah. And as far as the documents go, for those who don't know what a, a personal financial statement is, it just kind of lays out your assets, your liabilities and... Mm -hmm just gives you an understanding of what your quote unquote net worth would be. And I mean, you said that something about a business debt schedule as well. Do you, can you kind of elaborate a yep. little bit on that? Just so? Sure. So yeah, that's always important when we're taking consideration, the calculations for, uh, you know, making sure that the business can pay recover its own debt. Um, when you are doing the business debt schedule, we're basically just listing out, Hey, if you have a car payment on, on there or some machine equipment, something like that, Hey, what's the balance? What's the monthly payment? We just need, and I've got a, a, a simple one-page form for that. Awesome. That's great. 
So yeah, that, that, and that again kind of leads us into the next question, which is pretty great. So when when you're when you're looking for someone, I mean at least a lender to go SBA mm -hmm. with, uh, I'm assuming not all lenders are experienced at going through the SBA process. I mean, there's different types of banks that prefer different types of things. So I was just kind of curious to elaborate a little bit on what you want to look for when you're dealing with a lender. Uh, if you do absolutely. Yeah, for me, I would say you want to make sure that the lender is experienced specifically in SBA lending. Um, I've, I've seen this a number of times. Uh, you know, luckily for me, I do work at U.S. Bank and U.S. Bank has been one of the top SBA you know, producers in the state of Kentucky for the last five, six years. And, and nationally, we're always in the top five as well. So we actually have a dedicated underwriting center for, for our SBA loans, dedica dedicated closers for our SBA loans. So you want someone who has experience, they're knowledgeable about it, and they have a dedicated group to it. Um, sometimes you may go with uh, a bank that, that doesn't do as much, or they rely heavily on uh, the 504 program for their real estate, which is fine. That program is, is excellent. Um, but sometimes they just don't know the ins and outs. Um, you know, the, the policy for SBA um, is, is about 400 pages long. There are so many different loopholes uh, things that can restrict you, things that, you know, that may make it ineligible. So you have to have someone knowledgeable, experienced and working through that is going to save you a lot of time and probably a lot of money. Uh, you know, I've seen several people that will go to a, another lender because maybe it's uh, it sounds like a better deal, uh, but then they ultimately end up coming back. Or if they do go through, they can come back and say, hey, you know what? You were right. We, we, sh we should have gone with you or someone who was uh, had more experience or had more knowledge. Sure. Yeah, definitely. And, and then from what I understand, there are SBA preferred lenders and that in and of itself allows you to do from an underwriting perspective, it gives you a little bit more flexibility, correct? Or how does, how does that work? You are correct. Absolutely. So yes, uh, you can become a preferred lender. U.S. Bank is an SBA preferred lender, which means uh, we probably decision about 90 to 95% of our loans in-house. So what that means to you guys is that um, we don't just underwrite the deal and then send it off to SBA to have them underwrite the deal. We typically do the whole thing in-house, start to finish, uh, and we're done. We don't actually send your package off to SBA to get the okay. Um, that saves a lot of time. So when people say, hey, it takes too long, it may be because of the lender that you're, they're going through um, because they're kind of having duplicate underwritings and they're not overlapping. They're going to be at different times. So you're going to add on another two, three, four weeks to that if you have to actually send your package off to the SBA. Awesome. Well, that makes, that makes complete sense. So if for some reason I'm, let's say I'm a business owner and I, and I decide, okay, I'm, I'm going to go through the process of buying uh, either my a business or a piece of real estate to operate out of. Uh, can you, can you walk us through kind of a typical process of applying for the SBA and eventually getting approved? Just yeah, like absolutely. Sure. Yeah. The, the very first thing you want to do is again, to pick, pick up the phone or do, do some homework first and then pick up and, and call a lender call me, someone who's experienced with SBA, um, and just kind of lay out, hey, here's what I'm looking to do. Where should I start? What, what should I do? You know, the main things that I mentioned earlier that you're going to have is, you know, your financials together, your, your business and personal tax returns. Obviously, I can supply you with the SBA application and things like that. But you really want to have in your mind, okay, what am I buying? How much is it? Can my company afford that? Um, or a partner buyout, hey, how, how do I do this? How do I structure this? Each deal is so unique that really it, it, a whole lot of it is talking to the banker, figure out a way to help structure the deal and make it the best way. Um, but you just want to be prepared with your financials, 
uh, making sure that you're going to have, you know, every, everything available. And that process starts from, hey, we get a financial package. Hey, it looks good. Hey, here's the rest of the items I need you to complete. We'll walk through that together. After we do that, I tell everyone, hey, from, give me a couple of days to do this and, and write the deal up. Uh, from application to uh, a credit decision, you're probably talking two to three weeks. And then from that approval, we would offer a commitment letter that, out, that aligns the terms, rates, agreement, everything. You'll sign it. Then we'll start our closing conditions, which could be order and appraisals or business valuation, depending on what type of loan structure it is. Uh, so start to finish, I always say six to eight weeks from application to close. That's awesome. And I, and I will say this as well, because uh, this is something that, that happens a lot of times when you deal with, um, when I deal with business owners and investors is that the, your, your relationship with a bank is a relationship. I mean, you're, you're going to be going back and forth with your banker and, and hopefully they will be an advocate for you uh, to kind of help you get in a position to help your business succeed. Um, and so that's, that's what I, I, I guess my advice would be is that don't, don't take it as like a confrontational type of relationship. It's really, it's supposed to be a partnership uh, because the bank wants you to succeed, right? Because at the end of the day, they're a for-profit organization. Uh, they do definitely want you to be able to succeed so that they make money and you make money. So uh, I think that's something that I would just share with the audience just to, it is, it is a relationship. And, and that's what's great about being, having a banker uh, to be able to, lean on through this process. Um, so that's great. So I know you, you mentioned the SBA is not really for investors and, I, and I'll, I'll definitely agree with that. It's, but, but I guess what I have heard, and this is something that other people have done, is, is there a requirement for you to occupy 51% of the space, if, if that's, that's correct? Is it, I guess, could you elaborate on a scenario where, let's say that you are a business owner and you identify a building that could be a good fit for your business, but you don't necessarily need the entire building uh, but you decide, hey, let me occupy 51 or 60% of the space and then lease out the other space. Is that, is that, can you qualify? Can, can that happen? Absolutely can. Yeah, that, no, that is a great question. You're right. Uh, traditionally, uh, SBA is not utilized for investment properties, but um, if you do uh, buy a space and you want to run your business out of it, if it's an existing location, you only have to occupy 51% of the building. Uh, the way that would work is you would actually lease, if you have a real estate holding company, you would lease the entire building to your operating company, then that operating company could sublease the additional space uh, up to that 49%. Now, if you want to do new construction, because we do also do new construction, uh, a little bit different there, you have to occupy at least 60% of that property if it's new construction. Uh, but then again, you can also do the same thing and lease it to other people. So again, if that's something, uh, I have a lot of people that inquire about that because they understand that, hey, if I can get some people to rent out some space, it's going to help me make my mortgage payment. Uh, which is very beneficial. Also, on the other hand, have some though that say, hey, I don't want to be a, uh, you know, I don't want to be a landlord and a business owner right now. I don't know if I can do the both. So it's great. You can do either one and there is some flexibility there. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I just thought I'd throw that out there because that's something that is, mm -hmm. it could be beneficial. And like you said, cash is king. So if you can kind of limit the amount of money, the, the outflow by having mm -hmm. more inflow come in, I mean, that could be a great way for you to kind of get in a building and capitalize on, just lowering your mortgage payment and you're, and you're building equity in the while Absolutely. They building. So that's awesome. So now that we've kind of talked about a lot of the SBA process and thanks again for elaborating on a lot of these things, as sure. far as the current lending environment, because this is something I I've gotten asked a ton is like, well, what are commercial banks doing right now? Given everything that's been happening with COVID-19, uh, can you mm -hmm. kind of enlighten us a little bit on just kind of like the current lending environment? And, and if you foresee sure. any changes in the next, 
12 to 24 months or anything like that? Absolutely. Um, I think it's definitely changing and I think it's going to continue to change, you know, to what extent, uh, I don't know if we really know yet, but um, I can tell you that uh, we are still lending um, currently. Uh, there hasn't been any kind of hard and, and fast new rules or implementations yet, um, but I think the main thing is going to be make sure if you're a business owner, be prepared to discuss how COVID has impacted you and your business uh, and if it's still impacting or how it will impact or not impact your business. Um, I don't think there are enough details that you can do to explain how that has affected your business. That is a, a big decision maker right now uh, with our underwriters, uh, with our credit teams, because we've, we're all going through this pandemic. Some industries aren't affected at all. A lot of industries are impacted or have been impacted. So please make sure you're telling your story. Uh, there's def that's definitely something we'll go over thoroughly in detail um, to make sure that we can kind of paint that picture for the underwriter to set us up for success. Uh, so just be very prepared uh, around, around that. That's, that's definitely the main impact right now. And I would sure. say as far as what we're seeing, uh, you know, commercial real estate, I would think is probably the easiest to get done at this time because we're talking hard collateral, easier deals, uh, what I consider rent replacement for the most part. Um, business acquisitions with direct industry experience uh, or partner buyouts because obviously you already have someone who's in there running the day-to-day -day operations. Um, so all of those things, I think those are probably the three main categories that we're seeing right now. Uh, but if there is a need for working capital, uh, as long as it makes sense, and let's say it's not due to COVID, and just because you're growing, you know, we're still going to entertain all of those, all of those ideas. We just want to make sure um, it's the business stable, we're in a good position, uh, and, and let's keep moving forward and doing business. Definitely. And then as far as the, the next 12 to 24 months, do you, do you foresee any changes uh, as far as like the potential for deal mm -hmm. flow? I do. Um, actually, a lot of times our business yes, in the SBA world is kind of counter-cyclical. So I know some of you guys are probably hearing right now that some banks either aren't lending or maybe they're tightening up some, and, that, and that's true everywhere. Um, SBA, though, tends to do better um, when there's a downturn in the economy uh, just because cash is tighter, people want to hold on to their cash, or they've lost some cash. So I, I do see that. I see business growing for SBA probably over the next 12 months or so. And then also pay attention to any new bills that are passed um, because as, as you probably have heard before about the PPP funding and things like that that were involved in the CARES Act, um, there are some, some other things that can trickle in too. Uh, you know, we're expected to hear over the next 10 to 14 days uh, of whether some new program uh, updates are going to be available for SBA. You know, things like possibly waiving the SBA fee um, or uh, the SBA guaranteeing a larger percentage instead of a 75%, maybe they'll guarantee 90%. Again, these are things that are thrown out. Nothing has been approved yet, but really keep an eye on those bills that are being passed because there are going to be um, some SBA advantages, I believe, that's going to roll out there. Uh, for example, one that's going on right now that will end uh, September 27th is if you were if you can get an SBA loan closed and funded by September 27th this year, your first six months of those payments are going to be paid for by the SBA. So it's not a deferment plan. It is an actual, your first six months principal and interest payments are going to be paid for if you can get it closed by September 27th. Um, you know, no news if that's going to be extended or not, but those are the types of things that we're going to be seeing right now to try to get the economy started again and making small business owners want to borrow money. 
uh, and do it in a good way that's going to benefit them too. That's great. Um, and, and and like you were saying, I mean, the SBA program is in existence for that reason, right? It's to support small business growth because that's a big part of our economy and, and it's going to be a big part of this recovery, uh, which is going to take place over the next few years. So that's awesome. And then I guess I'll round out one final question. Uh, sure. So we've talked about the entire SBA lending process. Could you maybe just summarize maybe some of the like three key points that we just discussed that you think are the most important for people to consider? And then we'll, yeah, I would say that's probably my question for you. Sure. I would say um, if you're looking for commercial real estate for your business, 10% down on most cases, lower down payment, keeping money in your pocket. I, I think that's critical um, just because you don't, I mean, you know, you're a small business owner. I mean, you, you have to keep cash. So that is number one for me. Um, yeah, that, that's probably the, the most important thing. The longer terms, the 25 years on the real estate and even fixing again, you know, a fixed rate for 25 years is not for everyone. Okay. But a lot of people, it helps them sleep better at night. And that is a huge priority. So I think the longer terms, the longer, longer fixed rates, less down payment, and then collateral shortfall. So if you think, Hey, I'm, I want to do this transaction. How am I going to get it done? Uh, partner buyouts, you know, working capital, business acquisitions. If you have a collateral shortfall, you're not fully collateralized, you think SBA immediately. That's awesome. That's great. So I, I think that's the, I mean, that's the, that's the main questions I had as far as predetermined questions. Generally speaking, what we do now is just open it up to questions uh, for the general sure. audience. I'll be checking here on Zoom and I'll also be checking on Facebook. So if you guys have any questions on Facebook or Zoom, feel free to just ask away. Pull up the chat and everything as well. Give it, give it a minute or two for people to type Sure, no problem. Did you have anything else in particular you think that you, that you think I didn't ask you that you think would be valuable as far as providing information for the audience? No, I think that you, all your questions were, were great. Again, just trying to, you know, share the knowledge of SBA and what it is. I think sometimes people have a preconceived notion of maybe what SBA is, or they think, hey, my business is, I've been around for five years. I don't need SBA. Um, and that's not the case at all. Um, you know, again, we are there for startups. We are there for smaller businesses. But as I mentioned before, uh, I get a lot of phone calls that I can't help out because we, I, I can't even do a loan that's less than a hundred thousand dollars. So we're a hundred thousand to roughly 10 million. So I think just, um, you know, keeping that in mind, you know, when you have some needs and you're like, Hey, how can I save some extra cash? Um, think about SBA. Yeah. No, and, and, and I've been learning more and more about the whole SBA process myself uh, through everything that's been going on and um, sure. even dealing with some investors, uh, not investors, I'm sorry, but business owners that are considering going SBA because it does afford that opportunity, um, like you said, where you don't have to put as much money down. And obviously there's other benefits as well with the amortization period being longer. And another thing I was curious about more so is, is the interest rate. How, 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 is it come, how do you come up with that? Because generally speaking, a portion of that loan is going to be insured by the SBA and then there's the other, the other portion that isn't but so does that mean that you're going to have like a blended rate or how does that work um really depends on the program uh if you're going 7a um then you're going to have one rate you know we're, we're going to it's going to be whatever the rate here is at U.S. Bank we're going to establish that because uh we hold all of our loans that's another thing as well we don't sell our loans on the secondary market we service them all 
Um, so therefore that's why our rates are better. Our, you know, we can do longer terms and things like that. Um, if you were to do the 504 program, then there are kind of two separate rates. You're going to have a rate on half of your loan that's through U.S. Bank, and then you're going to have a different rate that is uh, done through the Certified Development Center. So at that point, you would kind of have a blended rate then. Uh, and so sometimes I try to get creative. If you're going to have a long, low fixed rate on the 504 piece, um, then maybe try a floating rate or maybe an annual adjusting rate with us and get that lower rate. So you're kind of hedging your bet. You've got the low long term, and then you also have a low uh, short term that can probably save you money over the next several years, if not all the way long term. That's awesome. Yeah. And that, again, that, that voice is your, your, the, the thing we just said earlier, which was the relationship with the banker and kind of coming up with these creative ways of structuring deals to help your business. So. Absolutely. Cool. Okay. Well, we have, I think, I think we're, that's pretty much it. It doesn't look like there's okay. too many questions here, but I mean, thanks again, really, for coming by and, and, and sharing all this information that's about, about the SBA, because I, I think it is a phenomenal program and more and more people should consider taking advantage of it, in particular, if you're a business owner. And even if you're an investor that owns a business, it could be an opportunity for you to capitalize on purchasing a property and then leasing out a portion of that space to some other business owners. So... But as far as people, if they want to get in contact with you, what would you say as, as far as your email and everything else uh, you can provide? All yeah, that. Abs absolutely. Uh, the best phone number uh, is my cell number. That's 502-533-8770. Uh, my email is joseph.wathen at usbank.com. Uh, that's W-A-T-H-E-N. So joseph.wathen at usbank.com. Awesome. And yeah, and I'm, I'm going to share all this information in the show notes as well. So um, like I said, this is recorded, so this will be on YouTube, uh, and people can go ahead and reach out to you whenever. And I, I, I do encourage you guys to reach out to Joe. He's really great at what he does. So thanks again for coming and, and we'll see you sometime soon. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right. See you, Joe. Bye -bye. See you guys. Bye.